Tiger's got 152 yards. Should be just a nice, comfortable nine iron for him. They're gonna go nuts when he hits this thing. <laughs> Episode 43. 43. Episode 43 of the Bump and Run Boys podcast. This is Blake Ross. Your boy Rob. And Goose. Here again for another one. Yeah. Oh man, it was quite a journey to get here to this very moment. It sure was. 43 episodes later. A lot to talk about today. A lot to talk about. The boys had a round at Los Serranos, but... There was some things that happened prior. It was mm-hmm. it was a mission. So, Rob, this is story time. We got to tell you what happened yesterday. Okay. It was a whirlwind of emotions is how I would describe it. So, James gets off work, comes here. We kick it for a little bit. And then we, dis- we are deciding where to go to dinner. And we decide on Tacos Los Cholos, a wonderful Mexican establishment in Anaheim. It's really fucking good. And we head to the restaurant and this place is slammed. Mm. This place is, oh, it's always slammed apparently, but it was slammed. It was slammed when we got there. No, there's no parking in their parking lot. So we go to like the next parking lot. Yeah. And it's like an urgent care center. And this, this lot is also filled Mm. and slammed. Yeah. And, Luckily, like we found a spot, and and everyone that parked there just went to go get tacos, right? You could tell, yeah. Like, er, like everybody. Urgent care had like two people sitting inside. There, yeah. Like, there's. Anyways, nothing so, too crazy. So we are enjoying our meal, and we walk out after our meal, and I'm not exaggerating. Every single car that was in this parking lot was towed. Including mine. Let's say there were two left. There was two vehicles. Out of like 40? There was like 40 gone. spots. Every, we round the corner, there's not, there's two cars there. And they're towing one of them in the moment. Yeah. They're like, like we, get, we get there and these two, these two tow truck drivers are like getting every fucking car out of this parking lot. Every car. So immediately we I were asked. We gone for about an hour maybe? Yeah, we were gone for an hour. Wow. And so like I'm talking to the guy. He's like, hey, number's on the wall. I'm like, okay. So we call. Should we talk about the guy that was getting picked up? Well, yeah, we'll get to that, but okay. just just one quick detail. So, I immediately hop on the call to call the tow, the whatever the tow yard. I'm like, hey, where are you guys at? Oh, we're in Garden Grove. What's the address? Gives me the address. He goes, and, he, and then he proceeds to tell me it's going to be four hundred and eighty dollars, mm-hmm. cash only, no change, <laughs> exact right. change. Uh-huh. That's the most I've ever heard. And so, while I'm getting this information, James, go ahead and tell him about what was happening with this other guy. So while. While we walk up and we're you know, calling to get the address, this guy's got this other car on jacks and he's like pulling it out of the parking spot and it's on like the wheel jack, you know? And yeah. the guy comes running around the corner. He's like, yo, 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 like, don't tell my car. Like, I can't afford this shit. And the guy, the tow truck driver's like, bro, I already got you in the air, bro. You're mine. I got you. Yeah. Like taunting him. He was a fucking asshole. And then, so the, you know, the truck backs up and he's like, well, fuck, can I at least get my shit out of it? And he pulls two golf bags out of the bag. Oh, what? Yeah. <laughs> and then he gets towed. 
And he's yeah. in the same I'm boat as us. I'm surprised they didn't offer like a drop fee. Because everyone thought the same thing you did. Normally, you can be like, "I'll give you a hundred and they'll usually they're like it. the drop fee is a hundred bucks, which I would take. Was your car even in the tow yard yet? Yeah, yeah. Oh. I must have been like one of the first people to get towed. We were laughing about it because my, of course, I valet parked it reversed into the stall, so it's like my car could not have been easier to tow. Yeah. Like they literally just yanked it out and threw it on the flatbed and just went went about their business, but. I don't think I'm exaggerating when there was, there was a, at least two dozen cars that got towed. Here's the thing. I don't think that's an exaggeration. Do you think they went into urgent care and said, like, hey, who owns these cars? Well, we'll uh, get there. Yeah, kind so of. we'll we'll touch on that. So anyways. the guy, Uber. The guy, yeah, the guy was flipping out. He's like, I'm going to call the cops. Like, you know, this is bullshit. I was here less than an hour and we were like, yeah, like whatever. And so like the whole time we're just like, whatever, dude, like. I'm just going to take this out. We're going to call the Uber. So we call the Uber. We draw, We get the Uber to the bank. We have to withdraw cash because, of course, we don't have fucking $500 in cash with us. But luckily, you can withdraw anywhere with Mia's bank. <laughs> she let us know. <laughs> yeah, Mia let us know like three times. She's like, oh, my bank doesn't charge me ATM fees. Like, you can withdraw anywhere. So we get cash and we head to the tow yard. And... We get there and, you know, whatever. The guys are like, I like, yeah, like it's right here. Do you have the keys? Like, you know, blah, blah, blah. It was a little shady. It was, it was silly. But then as we get there, there's another cus- like another guy that got his car towed from Tacos Los Cholos is there. And then two Anaheim PD officers show up. We're in Garden Grove, by the way. We yeah. drove to Garden Grove, towed yeah. from Anaheim. Yeah. yeah. And so. I want to know how many tow trucks these people had. Like dude, that would. They towed a lot of saying, cars. Like, the just even like the distance between that and like if it's just two guys, like they probably had like at least ten tow trucks. And it's, it's like two, definitely at least two guys. But they had the thing was that they had like four or five trucks. Mm-hmm. So they probably like had different a flat ones. Bed. Yeah, they Dude, had a flat. Because with flatbed, you can have two. I think tow truck. Oh, really? t- t- tow two cars with a. It was so bed. busy that they're like, "Hey guys, it's gonna be like a few minutes. We have to like they had to like shuffle cars, cars yeah, around. It was their lot was like slammed. Yeah." We're valet drivers. <laughs> so anyways, the guy like lets me into the tow yard because I'm the owner of the vehicle. And he's like, hey, like, you know, sorry, it's going to be like a little bit longer. Like we uh, we have to verify this with like the Anaheim PD. Mm. Like we were like, oh, OK, whatever. That's weird. So the two Anaheim PD officers show up and they kind of start explaining to us. They're like, yeah, like we got like multiple calls that people had been towed. And. We're talking to this like um, this one police officer and she was explaining to me that like, yeah, like we're just here to make sure that, you know, this isn't like a predatory practice. Um, You know, a lot of you guys got towed tonight from the same address and we just want to make sure that they were following the rules. And apparently her partner was she explains to us that like, yeah, like my partner is like the tow guy. Like he's like an expert on the tow laws and he, and he knows like he knows exactly how it works like what rules they have to follow and he was he was off that day he wasn't supposed to work yeah. and he's in and he's like super passionate about parking and towing like that's his thing that's that's exactly and so he pulls up on the phone and he's talking and he's talking to the tow truck driver he was on a mission yeah so, so it was, it was he's awesome. probably he probably knows or he's been screwed over before and he's like I'm never letting this happen again maybe that's why he's so passionate yeah because he got fucking screwed yeah so anyways, we're talking to this, the other officer 
and like taking notes or whatever. She was like, yeah, she's taking notes. And so, yeah, I, I explained, I give her my info, my license plate number, driver's license. And, and she's like, do you have any proof? Like when you guys were there and James was like, yeah, I sent you a text, my order right when we ordered. So I sent her, I, sh- I showed her the text message. We ordered food at eight 23 PM. And, and then I had a phone call to the tow truck company at nine 30. Exactly. Wow. So we were there like an hour, like hour. just barely yeah. over an yeah. hour. <clears throat> And so she was explaining to us like, yeah, like, you know, there's certain rules that they have to have like an observer and it has to be there over an hour. And she was, and then she proceeds to tell us a story about how this guy actually like did like an investigation and find this one company tow and mow for like predatory Mm -hmm. practices. Yeah. But anyways, like maybe like an hour, an hour and a half goes by. And like this officer is just like in the office with the two tow truck drivers and they're just hashing it out whatever and the whole time i'm just like oh man fingers crossed like let's get something done here because it's like the guy wanted to charge us 480 dollars, which just sounds absolutely ridiculous doesn't make any sense and and then finally the the officer and, and the tow truck drivers come back out and like the officer just like looks at us he's like hey like which one of you guys is like the registered owner of the vehicle i'm like oh that's me and he goes like he's like yeah like just don't park there anymore man like just just don't do it yeah and i was like not a problem and then like the tow truck driver's like, yeah, like you, you know, you can go. And so zero, $0 later we peel out. Yeah. Fuck those guys. Yeah. <laughs> dude, <what> we said. <laughs> dude, James, like explain how big of assholes that these two tow truck drivers were. They were like, they're fucking crooks. I don't know how yeah. else to describe it. Yeah. They, you can tell it's all like a fucking scam. Like, no, for sure. Like I mean, they had no interest in helping you out. Like they, like he was bragging about how much money they were going to make with the contract with fur. They were taunting the guy in the white SUV, the guy that we rolled up on mm-hmm. and saw him getting towed. The truck driver, one guy towed it. The other guy came back, circled around the parking lot and was like talking shit to him fucking assholes yeah he's just like bragging about how much money they're making tonight and yeah they're like we're gonna hit that spot again dude it was busy yeah that's crazy assholes man like just literal fucking assholes and so yeah Yeah. i mean like dude i wanted to taunt them so bad but i was so happy to get out of there scot-free like we just wanted to get out of there yeah we were just like all right see you later bye before they change their mind or something yeah so yeah yeah so we we got tacos and all that we left at 9 30 we didn't get we didn't leave until 11.30. Wow. It took forever to get out of there. Mm-hmm. It was worth it. Worth but, paying zero dollars. Yeah, the emotions were were high. It was a whirlwind of emotions. Just cranking Morgan Wallen leaving. Yeah. Fuck those guys. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. They both had Tom Mater tattoos also. They were brothers. These guys are shady. You guys are the fucking worst. What's this company called? Anderson's Towing. No, it's Armstrong. Armstrong. Anderson's are a great company, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Armstrong telling. Yeah, so I'm sure that police officer, like, once he verified the, because he was like, yeah, like, I'm going to need to see your toe slips, and he got, like, an exact account of everything that happened, and I'm sure he just came to the conclusion, he's like, there's no way that you could have followed the, like, whatever the mandatory process was, because all of the cars that they towed had been parked there for, like, exactly an hour, and apparently this company just got the contract for the urgent care mm. to yeah, for that lot to tow cars or whatever. So they were they told us that urgent care called them and was like, Hey, like there's a bunch of cars here, like we don't want them here. We don't they said that? 
Well, yeah, they well, like whatever, like they got a call a, that they told me that they got a call yeah. from the urgent care, whatever. Maybe but they did. Maybe when they we didn't. were there, urgent care was already closed, like locked up, mm-hmm. shut down. But the the point being is that yeah, they're supposed to be like so we parked on private property, right? The property owner is supposed to like call the observer. That guy is the observer and say like, hey, this car's been here over an hour. I'd like you to tow it. And they have to like sign that they want it to be towed and all this stuff. Yeah. So there's like all this paper, the tow slips that they need to have, like proper paperwork. And I'm guessing they didn't have any of that shit. And so they're probably just like, yeah, you just got to let them go. Yeah. You know? So we lucked out a little bit that this gentleman from Anaheim PD was working tonight because he like verified all the information was correct. And yeah, none of it was correct. Got out of there scot-free. I think it was Officer Dave and her name was Officer Chang. Yeah. Shout out to them. Yeah. And James, James was smart enough to get the case number too. So like mm-hmm. there's a case number associated with it. And like, I don't know, maybe one of these guys like, I want to fucking Google this case and see what ends up happening because I'm I'm curious. I would love to know because it was extremely predatory. It was ridiculous what these guys did. They were telling us that other in another case, kind of similar of predatory towing, they were t- saying like each time they did it, in the end, they ended up charging them with like, it wasn't Grand Theft Auto, but it's like, theft of a vehicle mm-hmm. it's not yeah. GTA like you're not aiming someone at gunpoint or whatever but you took someone's vehicle without authorization or whatever wow. fuck these guys the worst you should call them and be like yeah you remember me yeah fuck you <laughs> <laughs> I have no desire to do anything like that but be funny it's like if I could find any way to like I want them to get dicked by the law. Yeah, I just—that's I I, what I want. I would love for them to like. That's why I want to follow the case. Like, I want to know if they get charged or fined or something like that because these what these guys were doing was nothing short of just they're scamming people. It's, well, that's all they're doing. Four eighty, cash only, no change. Did you get reimbursed for your Uber? No, no. I don't. Want, you could call, I guess, Anaheim PD and ask them like, if this moves on, like, do we get reimbursed? I mean, for. A twenty-five or thirty-dollar Uber ride. I mean, I don't know. I if mean, they reach out to you about more information, maybe, but yeah. like, take the twenty-dollar L. Yeah, I mean, it's a drop not, in the bucket. It, exactly. It's like not even a bother to me at all. I just very curious about the case. I will. I will be following up with it. Maybe on Monday, I'll take a look and see what the hell happened or where I can like see. We will. Up, we'll update the viewers. I'm sure they, yeah. they care. So yeah, that's how my, that's how I was almost out $480. Did you, is that how much you thought it was going to be? Because when he told me $480, I'm like, that's ridiculous. It's, it's usually a few hundred. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's usually, and then the drop I paid like 300. I was about to say it's, it's usually like a below 300. Have you heard of 480 cash only? No change. That's not that they're scamming. That has to be a scam. Yeah. I bet no you change. It's like, Cash only? I bet you it's like three something and then the rest is just theirs. Well, they and they explained to um Officer Chang was explaining to me that they can't charge more than the city oh, rate. Yeah. yeah. So I would have you'd have to look into the city rate. I was trying to look it up last night, but I kept getting Orange County, Florida. We were just talking about this. You'd have to look at Anaheim. Yeah. I know Anaheim. I was trying to find it, but all the thing that came up was Orange County. I don't know. Yeah, they can only charge a maximum per day of hypothetically, you know, two fifty or something, and that's it. I know it's not four fucking eighty. Yeah, it's absolutely not four hundred eighty dollars. But, anyways, yeah, we were just elated to get out of there. It was late. We wanted to go home. We had a round in the morning. We were exhausted. Ate a bunch of tacos. Like it was cold. James is in a short sleeve polo, just you know, dry fit, just getting blasted by wind. He's freezing. That was all right. And uh, yeah, no. Needless to say, it was a uh, quite an adventure.
That's <laughs> got home late. Wild. Yeah. But that was a uh, it was a roller coaster. Yeah. Woof. Oh man. We were talking about things you could buy for 480 bucks. We were like <laughs> We are like what should we do instead of <laughs> James was like flies to Japan? Yeah, no, it's like around for one trip, one person. <laughs> go to the casino. Driver. Go to the casino, put it on black. Could be up. <laughs> could be down with your roulette luck. <laughs> All right, segment. What segment should we do? You said you have a over under. You want to do that? Yes. My over on. Okay. Well, Where, should we I need do a coin. it traditionally? How we. Want to get the coin jar? Sure. We'll keep the viewers entertained. We said, you said over under, but it's overrated, underrated. Yeah. It's not over, betting. Over under makes it sound like, yeah, like a spread or something. Hey, I'm going to need that back, Rob. <laughs> <laughs> Can hear the coin jar all the way over here. <laughs> yeah, you don't need to tighten that up or anything. Mason jar. You ever go to someone's house and they only have mason jars for glasses? What about for cups? That's, huh? What about for cups? That's what I mean. Like, like the they only use that. Yeah. Isn't? It's not the best cup to drink out of. There's like yeah, my the mouth is smaller than the base. Yeah, so it's like glug glug glug. Isn't the barbecue place? Lucille's does. Lucille's, that. Lucille's is like that. doesn't mean it's good. Fucking it's, no, it's not good. No. Give me the, that red Pepsi cup, the plastic the one. Plastic, yeah. <laughs> yeah. What were you going to say? Yeah, Lucille's is bottom tier. You're talking about cuisine or are you good. talking about. Yeah. You don't like it? You don't, I like, don't the like the food? It, but then I'd rather eat Wood Ranch, but. Yeah. I don't hate Lucille's. Yeah, Lucille's is. They had good dessert. Lucille's? Yeah. I just don't go. I've been three times in 10 years. I've been you once. know what I mean? To Lucille's, yeah, yeah. I just never same. go that often. I do. I do like Wood Ranch. Maybe I'll ask Mia to take me to Wood Ranch. Wood Ranch feels a little fancier in a way. Now, claim, Lucille's is claim more like jumper or Wood Ranch. I think Wood it's Ranch. Wood Ranch, and it's, I don't think it's close. I'm a notorious claim jumper hater. <laughs> Why? <laughs> day I just think with Wood Ranch, like the tri-tip macaroni combo, it's just it's undefeated. How good that a dish tri-tip is. is! Fucking dank as fuck. Their tri-tip is unbelievable. There. I, 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 I will say that Wood Ranch is everything else I would say is not nearly as good as the tri-tip. That's but, the best cut for but, sure. But the tri-tip and mac and like maybe fries or whatever other th- Grilled second asparagus side. And, a, and some rolls. I should smack And it. yeah, the rolls are just, jeez, Louise. Anyways. Anyways, what do we got today, Rob? All right. Who's going to pick? I'll oh. pick. All right. Oh. I never get to do it. I never get to call it. All call right. It. Let James call it. Let James call it. All right. Go ahead. Go. Tails. Yes. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> what you want? I want under. Under? You want underrated. Based on nothing. On All right. Lemon pepper flavored wings. <laughs> <laughs> Why is it underrated? Yeah. I think it's a great mix. I love citrus and salty. That's a great fucking combination right there. Salty, peppery. It's tough to argue that it's underrated, though. It might be the other <laughs> way. <laughs> it's good bone-in. Mm. It's a great bone-in wing. I feel like it's pretty consistent from place to place. It's kind of like it's going to be solid. It's a safe bet, I would say. 
It's not spicy, so for people who don't like spicy, that's a great pick for some flavor. Definitely hard to mess it up. Yeah. It is hard to mess up lemon and pepper. I would imagine you just put pepper and then just squeeze a couple lemons on it or something. Or, on some fried chicken wings. Or you can just buy the like the shaker bottle and just Let's hear the Yeah. Over. As far as lemon pepper goes, um I think that it's not versatile because it only is good bone in. And I'm a big boneless guy. So all of my boneless homies out there, it is a very, very weak boneless sauce. Because the thing is, I don't want to call it a sauce. It's 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 not a it's sauce. A it's a dry it's, rub. it's literally just a dry rub. And yeah. that's it. And it's just two ingredients. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, it, it, that's why it is hard to fuck up. But I, I don't like how it, it's not versatile in that sense that you can't, I don't think it's good boneless. It's not wet, and I like a wet wing. Like yeah, a yeah. boneless wing, then you dip it in the ranch and it's covered in sauce already. That's smacking, like we just had. Yeah. Um. F- uh, I will say that, like, the first couple of times I got wings, I got lemon pepper. Again, it's a safe bet, but your first couple of times, that shit's good. Just straight lemon pepper. Again, it's a safe bet. But now that I've had all the other flavors, I'm not going back to lemon pepper. Yeah. No chance. So yeah, to and to my point, I think if you ranked all of the flavors that you could get on wings, I think lemon pepper is the, a bottom tier flavor. It's above garlic parmesan, but it's down there. I think garlic I think garlic <laughs> and parmesan are both better than lemon and pepper. Maybe. That's just dry. You can go <laughs> and garlic and parmesan will fly everywhere. Yeah. I think I think if you put garlic and parmesan on any other foods, other like if we're not just talking wings here, garlic and parmesan over lemon and pepper, you you most times you'd pick garlic and parmesan. Well, it's typically like an Italian kind mm-hmm. of seasoning. Yeah. Lemon and pepper is more like southern or like I think it's lemon and pepper is maybe a little more versatile, but yeah. So yeah, I think those would be my two biggest points is that I think it's only good bone-in. It's not a good boneless flavor at all. I disagree. And then, it's good boneless. And then I think that um, that if you, at any wing establishment, I think lemon pepper is one of the worst choices you can make as far as flavor, as but, far as just flavor profiles. Isn't also like the safest? It is. Yeah, it's, it's not like, spicy. It's, it's like a kid's menu but type people, of flavor. A lot of people don't like spice. And they, a lot of people also don't want a wet-ass wing. They don't want... A buffalo wing, barbecue wing. They want a dry one. Extra dry. Okay. I can say I've never had a lemon pepper wing. What the fuck? I've definitely had it. It's just not a go-to for me. I just like thought of it today because we're we're playing and I was like, oh, we should go wing stop after after this. I thought about like all the songs that have people rapping about like lemon pepper. Definitely Rick Ross. Yeah. Big big wing stop guy. <laughs> he owns a few, I think. Sure does. Isn't that the dream to own a, a, a Wingstop <laughs> franchise? It's up there. What, <laughs> take out what lemon a, pepper. What what <laughs> exactly. franchises would you rather Chick-fil-A. own and operate? Well, I think the thing is that no, you asked me a question and I <laughs> answered the fucking question. A okay, lot of those Chick-fil-A. franchises run themselves. I would you pay people to. Run I will them. say that I think Chick Fil A does have a stronger brand. I think than Wingstop, but oh, Wingstop no. is oh. probably pretty close though. Just don't you don't think, think so. it's close? Cons- I think nationally, Chick-fil-A would dominate Wingstop yeah. as far as like brand recognition and 
obviously customer service. I also just think the the ratio or the quality in their sauce sauces, maybe not quality, but they're not there. Like Wingstop takes forty. You can't go to a drive through Wingstop. Yeah, those sometimes don't it can exist. take forty five fucking minutes to get your wings. That's well, true. But that that means they are like fresh though. They're like consistency with their sauces like mango habanero is either super spicy or it's Sometimes. super sweet and it's like yeah. it's never like the same thing every that's how you know time. they make it but well, like all the chick-fil-a sauce they don't make that on site yeah. like that has to be in a factory but also running a chick-fil-a is easily more complicated than running a wing stop because you have to have a lot of heads to run a chick-fil-a mm-hmm. place whereas wing stop three people yeah, there are three Max, three people, four if anything. It's it's so simple because all you need is like the big metallic bowls, and then you, I'm sure a million of those. Yeah, I'm sure all of the sauces are pre-made, and then you make one giant batch of ranch a day, probably. It's a bucket, a, a drum. just a giant <laughs> batch of ranch, and and <laughs> yeah, that's it. Literally. Even at the even at the wing stop we were at today, it's like they don't even do like. Uh, big ketchup things anymore they just do the packets they just give out the packets like how easy is that it's like mm-hmm. you take an order it's two seconds it's, and it's it's just low headache whereas chick-fil-a it's like oh my god it's like you're running like at least a dozen people every day like or Chick-fil-A's more are always well staffed there is like, always there's a, a lot ton. of people a lot of heads <laughs> yeah and the orders are probably half as much as what somebody orders at wingstop it's like you can actually get bigger orders it's just easier they just do to run. way more business at chick-fil-a if we're talking like numbers of customers served. Yeah. No, I mean, it's Again, just, the drive through levels it up. Like I think of being an owner, I just think of all the headache. It's like to have that constantly, like to, it, like for instance, like if you don't have your manager or like you, he gets whatever, he gets a better job or you just don't have one. It's like, dude, mm-hmm. like that's a big headache if you don't have somebody Again, running that we don't that know ship. like the financials of how profitable each of these are. So that's it may true. be worth the headache because it may make more money. I don't know. That's true. Well, the buzzing stopped. You can't do an in and out, right? They're like private. No, they're, they're private. Private owned. Yeah. Private. Hmm. Hey, they closed the first one. Oakland. Oakland. Too many cars getting bipped in the parking lot. <laughs> I went to a uh, Popeyes. You mean week. you mean Popeyes? I went to Popeyes last week. No, they were short stopped. <laughs> no shit. <laughs> <laughs> I felt bad because like everyone's waiting for like their the online orders. So I called for pickup. And this dude is out of uniform with his backpack on, trying to leave. <laughs> And he's like, I hear him talking. He's like, yeah, I clocked out a long ass time ago, but I'm not just gonna leave because someone's gonna wrap me out for just leaving. Like when we're busy, fuck. But that he was, sucks. He was a trooper. He was a homie. He definitely helped he's out. He's a real one for helping out. He Talk. He that's helped an, out. He deserves a better job because they have terrible customer service. I've seen Popeyes. <laughs> they're I, slow as fuck and they don't give a fuck. Not only have I seen, but I've worked with people that are like, my time's up. See y'all fucking later. No matter how busy it is, yeah. and I can't stand that. Yeah, that is so annoying. Mm-hmm. I'll never forget during uh, when me and Mia, we had COVID and we were staying. This is like peak hysteria. So we rented a hotel that had like a, it was like a hotel, whatever, that had a kitchen. Mm-hmm. And one time. Kitchenette? Oh, yeah. I don't know, it was a full whatever. kitchen? Yeah, it's a full, like a full kit, like oven, like stove. fucking stove. Yeah. And, but like for one meal, we were like, all right, let's just go get Popeyes, whatever. So we get Popeyes, we like order a couple things. And the lady, like, we get to the drive-thru window and and, we're, and she gives us, I'm not kidding you, two double XL sized bags. And like, we didn't think much about it, but then Mia's like looking at the bag. She's like, I don't think that we 
got this. And they just handed like us, like, I'm not kidding you. It was like $70 worth of Popeye's in, in these two bags. And you guys are complaining about that? No, we weren't complaining about it, but we were like, oh man. <laughs> Quality let, assurance. Let's, let's hope that they got some good stuff in here. Because if they didn't, like, imagine. Can you imagine? Yeah, all bone in. It's like. <laughs> it's just I, a sign that they don't give a fuck. It That's was what. a gargantuan amount of food. We had no chance of finishing it. We were just like, whatever. Just got a bunch, ate whatever we wanted. And that was it. This Korean place that I get lunch at, I got lunch there yesterday. Mm-hmm. I call, you know, I'm like, yeah, let me get this and this. And he goes, all right. <laughs> and then he hangs up. <laughs> I love those places. Yeah, no dude. name, no phone number. <laughs> no, no, no name, no time. <laughs> no name, no time. No amount. No, just, no when's it going to be ready? No. Like He didn't say like 10 minutes. What's your name? There's it's going to be this much. None of that. All right. Hang up. <laughs> there's, a, there's a place that I so go like, to. I guess that's I'll like go there that. in like ten minutes. <laughs> there's a place I go yeah. to that's like that. You know what place was like that was um Albatross. Yeah, mm, Albatross yep, was exactly yep. like that. R.I.P. Dude, I know that place was that place was goaded. That had the best California burrito until Lupe's came around. They're different, but I know what you mean. Albatross was great because it was just like great trashy Mexican food. Like a delicious, trashy Mexican Drunk. food. I just yeah. remember going there for lunch for high school. My buddy said, you want to go to Albatross? No, I've never been, but I'll go. <laughs> shit was fucking good. Yeah, dude. It's elite. It's elite. I think I was only able to go like three or four times and then they got shut down. My, I got my dad into Albatross. <laughs> it was really yeah. funny. He's like, you want to get Albatross? I'm like, yeah. Oh, he lived close, huh? Yeah, when, we, when he lived in Lake Forest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just straight shot, just all the way down. Yeah. R.I.P. Yeah. I like the one by Saddleback. Alberto's. Alberto, Albert that one's all right. It's all right. I love, I do love their tortillas there. Like, just like that gummy, like flat. Yeah. I just, I don't know. Something about those tortillas, they're delicious. All right. Out of all the fast food chains or whatever, like food places, what, what would you say is like a better restaurant or chain to get the wrong order at how so what do you mean a better restaurant to get the like order if they hand you the wrong food would you what are the chances that it's going to be a good order chick-fil-a would be pretty hot like chick-fil-a or in and out i'm gonna eat it dude the worst is when you drive away and you realize they fucking forgot something that fucking sucks so bad that's like they're that's like a, that's everyone's a mcdonald's like, thing everyone's like oh where's your nuggets hi <laughs> Oh, just not fucking there. The kids get so mad at me with that. I'm like, it's not me. It I, is you, I, though. I'm like, you heard me. Yet. You're the last line of defense, It's not my Rob. fault that that lady on the other end couldn't listen to what I was telling her to do. It's the worst. Rationalize that to a little kid. <laughs> Dude. And especially- no, now they get it. They're like, they don't listen? Will you even ask them for this and they didn't give it to you? I'm like, uh, yeah, what the fuck? And they're like, I don't like that person anymore. <laughs> Mickey D's. Let's say In and Out. I've definitely gone to In and Out, ordered, and they give me like an extra burger. Yeah. And I'm like, that's what's up. I think In and Out is maybe like a hundred for a hundred in terms of like the percentage of orders, like just a hundred percent. Because you're gonna get a, cheat, a burger. Never got to get something. Good. Good. Never gotten my order wrong. Like I've never yeah. gotten anything more or less than exactly what I ordered every time. I've gotten more once. That's. I mean, that's, more. That's crazy. I've gotten more. An extra burger. It's a double-double. <laughs> All right. I would be so jazzed to get like an extra. 
You remember back in the day, I feel like we used to get like double chicken or, or guac, like without them marking it on the bowls. That used to happen a lot. When we were valets. Not, any, not anymore, though. I feel like they're on it now with but the markers. But then again, I think that being like where you work, they just probably like, oh, like he works here. Like, let's just hook him up. That's what I mean. Like yeah. they would just like let it slide. Yeah. But I remember it. Remember, like, they used to do Sharpie on the... Do they yeah. still do that? On yeah. the lid? Oh, yeah. Like, to show, like, you know, steak, steak would be, like, double steak and G, guac. Yeah. And I feel like sometimes, like, they'd forget. And they'd be like, oh, what'd you get? And it's all locked up already. Oh, chicken. Just chicken. <laughs> just one chicken. Would you say chicken? Just and meanwhile, you got double steak, <laughs> triple guac. Just a side of rice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, it's just rice in there. I hate how, like, you'll go and you ask them for it and they barely put anything and then they just slide it off and you're like, I wasn't done. Like, dude, they're the kings of scooping up meat and <laughs> and shaking it off. <laughs> they, like, get a decent scoop. You're like, all right, nice. Shit, 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 shit. And then they put it on the bowl and you're like, oh, I don't know. Where did that go? I went and my buddy got helped by a different guy and he left, but he got hooked up with his meat and did he didn't get charged for it. And another lady came after because the guy went to go do something else and like skimped me and all this mean. I asked for extra. They charged me extra. I'm like, where's this other homie at, dude? Like, <laughs> where'd he go? Dude, I always tell, I always make the joke of like, dude, when you go to Chipotle, it's like, I want like the heaviest set person serving my food. Like, I do not want a small, like, but what if they're on a diet? No, like, dude. I'm gonna help you out today, too. <laughs> dude, I want like a six, seven, 300 pound gorilla scooping my bowls and like giving me my meat. Where's <laughs> give me that meat? <laughs> Where's the your best Chipotle location to go to that gives you what None you want? None of them now. Now they're stingy. Now is they're, they're bad now, dude. I will say that the quality is as consistent as it gets. Like, you know what you're gonna get. It's but just, now you're paying 10, 12 bucks. And you're getting skimped. Yeah, no, you're. It's, it's a lot more than that now. I think. I think a normal bowl is like over ten now. Yeah, mm-hmm. with tax, chicken is over ten. Yeah, the one by Huntington Beach High School. I'd go there for work when I used to work up there. <laughs> they hook it up. Never failed. All right. Even like online ordering. Oh, that's when they would. They would. I was about to say. I'm terrified to do online because you can't see what's in there. <laughs> no, they would hook it up. Motherfuckers. Fuck yeah. Dude, Huntington Beach, that's such an underrated city, yeah? Give me them conservatives, dude. They know, <laughs> they know what's up, man. The Trump. Trump yeah. Give me the Trump fans over there. They just, they they live life right, you know? There's some good food. There, there is good food. I like Huntington Beach. Yeah. I would live in Huntington Beach. Is there a good golf there? There's no. a few good courses. There's a few okay courses. I want to, I want to take you guys to Meadowlark. Hmm. Is that where I'm Tiger plays? Isn't that Santa uh, Ana? That's where... Sahith. To Gorilla? Grew up playing, yeah. Meadowlark? Yeah. Sahith grew up playing Meadowlark? He grew up in Orange. Oh, I didn't realize. Tagala? Yeah. I sent it to you guys on Instagram, but. Oh. Well, I'm I'm the one that gets a pass. (laughs) Um, I I never check. Hartwell, I think in Lakewood or Long Beach is where Tiger grew Mm. up playing. It's part part three course. Mm. That one, we ran it back twice. Oh. Me and my buddies. But it's like super short. Meadowlark's off Warner, yeah, yeah, in Huntington. Oh, okay. No, that's cool. Um, I used to go there all the time with the guys I worked with. You still see those homies? No, not as much. They all kind of left to different locations. So I got to mm-hmm. reach back out and see what's up. Yeah, bring them out for a round one of these days. Yeah. Get Jacob back out. 
Yeah. Another lefty. The stingy guy. The stingy guy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Take him to a par three course. You know, we don't want to, we don't want him breaking out two Andrew Jacksons, you know, might be a little much. Willowick, run it back. Fuck Willowick. I I will go to Willowick exactly zero more times in my life. (laughs) I, I'll never forget me and James going there at like 5.45. But this was like when the the sun was out for a long time. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, wow, this course is beat. And then we we played like this one par five. And I was just driving in the middle of the fairway. And then all of a sudden it's just like. That's the hole (laughs) with the trailer park on the left. And it dog legs to the right, and there was a homeless guy walking across the fairway. <laughs> I swear to God. Yeah, there's some weirdos wa- walking through that course when I Because it's by the river. Like, shady. It was unbelievable how. Not the best rough. maintained course. Yeah. <laughs> it's like 20 bucks to play fucking Twilight or whatever. Oh, Twilight right now for David L. Baker's 10 bucks. Dude, let's play night golf there. It's fun. Yeah, I'm trying to get the they're, guys that work. They're with doing together. a scramble there. You yeah, know, you know how much they're. Uh, did you see that? Is it 125 or something? Yeah, it was like 125. But it's on a Saturday night or something. Yeah, it's on Saturday. I would be down if it was on a weeknight, honestly. But yeah, 120. Really? I'd rather just we just go play at night there one time. Yeah. What's that like thirty bucks or something? Oh, but that's also just, a course where you can play night golf without a glow ball, and you're gonna be okay. Yeah, it's a good time. I the only free issue on I Tuesday. have with David L. Tuesdays Baker free beer, one of the days. Remember, you yeah. get, they give you a free yeah. beer coupon. I they don't do, advertise it. Though. I can't stand the greens though. I think the greens are so bad. I mean, yeah, it's not. I just if the greens were course. even like a five out of ten, I would want to play David L. Baker a lot more. It's good practice. The bunkers are bad too. Yeah, the bunk exactly. They're packed. I mean, like whatever. I don't. I don't care that. I think much that's about serious. It. Like. Yeah. It's just where you go to practice, I feel like. It's better than Costa, like... You think it's better than Costa del Sol? The fact that you can play at night, yeah, I do think mm-hmm. it's better. I, I think it's longer. It feels longer, I guess. Yeah, I guess. And they give you a, a beer, and now Costa's 55 bucks or whatever it is. Yeah, but you could say it's more expensive, but they also renovate it, and it's actually, like, nice. Including that's better it. maintained, but I don't know. I, I guess I wouldn't know. I haven't played in a while, so. I haven't played since our scramble. Yeah, same. Night scramble. I think I've only played one more time since then. I'll go back to Costa. Yeah. Just to like, yeah, I played there again, but we've definitely graduated from that course. Uh, <laughs> we're already, we're already <laughs> yeah, we're definitely all like breaking 90 on a regular basis. Yeah, of course. <laughs> What's par there? What's par at Costa? Like it's like 60 62, something? 63. Okay. Did I remember seeing our old scorecards where we were all shooting like 90s? <laughs> yeah. We weren't that good. I thought that was good. Yeah, that was fucking terrible. I'm 5% better now. <laughs> I love I love the story about on 18 when I challenged James. I'm like, James, you just, uh, <laughs> just got to hit it past this like little pavement right here. He's like, oh, I fucking got that. <laughs> like, don't you guys see your guys' improvement? Yeah, from like when we first started playing together, like to oh, now, yeah. I can see great improvement in you guys at least. I spent a thousand dollars on lessons at <laughs> <laughs> yeah, golf tech. Yeah, I got better. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, no, I think um, certainly not good. But I can hit the ball. Somewhere. Imagine if we like actually practiced on a regular basis too, because well, all of this is just from playing. Today, once every two weeks, our practice from Thursday did nothing. Dude, I, I don't know. The range, we were all dialed. Well, dude, you, well, you hit guys were dialed. hundred balls. I was so sore after that. I just wanted to hit my driver because I just got it. I'm I like, dude, up, I got a fucking dude. This guy got a large bucket. I woke up head pounding the next morning. Really? Like, fuck me. You just got dick down. <laughs> <laughs> my butt is hurt. <laughs> I ain't gonna say nothing. <laughs> my cheeks. <laughs> it's like, damn, did I get a colonoscopy or something? <laughs> no, nah. Blake had already played that day. I was just trying to hit my D stick, just to try it out. I didn't want any surprises today. I mean, I didn't have any bad hits. Okay. No. <laughs> driver, you had some nukes? Driver wise, I didn't have. I had one. Your wedges or irons? My wedges, I needed some work. They. I kept moving my head a lot. Or well, because I would feel myself like as I'm swinging, like lean forward. And I think I'm trying to like correct it like mm. through my swing by like moving backwards super fast. And then I'm either. I was just chunking it. Mm hmm. Putting was all right. Today? No. Should we talk about it around or should we do our next segment? Yeah, let's talk about Los Serranos. Los Serranos, Chino Hills, the bump and run, boys. Uh, first impressions of the golf course. Rob? Oh, it's Yorba, Fair. And Yorba Avenue. Not Yorba Linda Avenue? I'm a fucking right. <laughs> hmm? I'm a retard. But just because it says like Yorba Avenue doesn't mean it's in Yorba Linda. I know. I'm like, oh, man, Yorba Linda. Like, All right, that's pretty close. I can leave it a little later. Like, I don't know. No, I get it. Irvine um, Boulevard may run through different cities than just Irvine. Oh, it Irvine. definitely does. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I liked it. It's fair condition, I would say. I want to see what the other course has. Yeah, I wonder. I, I actually liked how undulated the like but i would say from tea to green it was very undulated i would say that most greens were pretty vanilla yeah pretty vanilla there's not a lot of break on these greens yeah the challenge is well the elevation makes it more interesting for sure yeah but the length is the challenge like yeah and getting under if you got under trees which happened a lot you got punished would you rank this or compare this to if goat hill was a true 72 no with like the undulation and Everything set up. Maybe that, but I think Goat Hill is almost like quirkier yeah. and like has a yeah. lot more character in a way. Sure. It's definitely shorter for sure, but elevation, I can see what you mean. Like there's a lot of like you shooting way down yeah. or way up, which it, I think is fun. It looks but. like they just bought a bunch of land in the hills, threw some grass down. Yeah. And was like, let's make a fucking golf course. <laughs> Rather than moving a bunch of earth around, but yeah. that's cheaper. Yeah, you just start yeah. fucking. They made that bitch long from the tips to 72 something. Dude, dude, dude. I think that it wasn't as long as we maybe thought it was because of the amount of par fives. It felt long. Because I. Like, the amount of times we'd stand up at the tee box and I'd look out there and I'd be like, where are we going? <laughs> we gotta go 600 yards or something. Dude, 18 was long. 18. I'm trying to remember. 18. There was somewhere 18 I was, was like, that's where we're going. It's like a mild, mild dog leg left with like the lake that's like just maybe like 40 yards. What was the longest the hole? I think it was. It's either 18 or it was like two. And what was the well, hardest? Two, two was the dog leg too, also. Can you guys guess the longest hole? Um, Whoever can get closer. Man, uh, 
It was. Well, let me let me I, I, let me put it in perspective. It was whole. Fourteen. It was fourteen. Does that sound familiar? Was there water on the right before? No water. No water. Fourteen was. It's pretty straight. It 14 looks like fourteen was the long one. Yep. There was um, one where I hit my three wood twice. Well, yeah, from the whites. Yes. Wow. Because yeah, I definitely got on that hole. I got on the green in three, but I was it's, like in the rough. It's close. Fourteen and sixteen are pretty similar, but technically fourteen wins. I see. Any dark? Is that straight? It was slightly pretty, left to right. It looks like yeah. like a baby, but I bet you could see the green. Is that that was the one with the lake on the right? I don't see any water on the picture. He he asked the same thing if there was water. He said no. I think sixteen was the one with the water on the right. I don't see it on here. Water on the right? Yeah. Are you looking at north for sure? Oh, maybe. Oh, I am looking at north. You freaking doofus! That's hilarious. Oh, yeah, same thing. <laughs> okay, the longest one was eight. Eight was there a huge lake right in front of you, but otherwise it looks like it's straightforward. Because nine was that part. This is where Rob got an eight, dude. Sorry oh, the, to put you on blast. The front nine. I got a six. So forgettable for me. Oh my goodness. Eight is like there's a huge lake directly in front of you. That's all I can tell you. Just give me like a range, whoever's closest. How many yards do you believe? From the whites, white? it was probably 560. Rob? Because I think from the whites, I don't think that there was anything more 548. than... 548. 571. Mm. Yeah, that was the longest one, huh? Yeah. I didn't think the par fives were unfair. Was that also the hardest one? No, number one handicap was a three or four. I forget. Hey, Bowie's not bad. Huh. Yeah, three or four. It was a par. It was a par four that was a. It was like down a ravine, so you go down then up. Mm. It's pretty straight, but I think it's because that it's long. It's like four forty, if I remember correctly. But and then your second shot is oh. like way uphill so it's like if you're left or right it's like you're tree blocked and Full then four you're talking about i th well you were talking about the number one handicap hole i i don't remember if it was it was either three or four it looks I, like four four yeah that makes sense it looks like a really protected green yeah there's like a bunker short right i think and short left yeah yeah i remember that was that was a hard hole for sure 18 is second hardest that was, show was super long. In that you know, big water. You know, 18, it's just, if you play it as a three-shot hole, it's not that crazy. Like, It's not, but you have to, you can't go left. I realized that today. You cannot go left yeah. on the hole. You have to stay on the right side to get a good angle across the water. Yeah. I mean, I was left all day, but like, yeah, that, that course play is totally different when you're in the fairway. It feels so easy when you're actually in play and you're not tree blocked. But yeah, I did have to chip out a couple times. Just being blocked. Ball's lost. <sighs> Dude, in the beginning it was bad. I I actually think I only ended up losing three like balls. Three. I lost three balls, but I it, lost. it felt like more. I lost three. Yeah. I deleted the sleeve pretty quick. Because there like there wasn't that much OB. We would end up in a fairway a lot of like somewhere you could find your ball. Yeah. I lost a ball in the first hole. 
I lost the ball in the first, the first two hole. holes. It's just where the driving range is on the left, and the whole place. Did you donate to the driving range? No, because you're like, oh, you got those orange balls, like the Matt Red. Those should be easy not to lose. And then <laughs> first hit, where the fuck did it, it went go? Right, no, it went left. Your ball went left. Yeah, I think so. I don't even know what the. First I thought you went like. right. Maybe I did. Second shot. Is I only lost three balls. I lost it. I lost three. I lost two orange and one white. Well, I lost three white. <laughs> I'd play it again. I would play it again. I was actually... I thought it was fun because it you have to hit a variety of shots, I would say. And I think that this... I don't know. In my opinion, this a, a course like this plays really well into our characteristics of golfers because very, very, very forgiving off the tee. You're not going to be out of bounds. You'll just be blocked, which is I would rather be blocked than out of bounds. Out of bounds is no fun. Being, you're either going to be under some trees or on another fairway, which yeah. you're still in the game. Yeah, so that's always fun because then you kind of, if you can like rescue yourself, you end up like parring or bogeying a lot of holes, which is like totally fine. It also makes you want to rip it off the tee, hit a mooner, you know? <laughs> but look how many bunkers seven had on it. Yeah, I don't remember. I think that's the one. It's like a layup hole, no? Water on the right. I don't know. No, I think maybe I was thinking of tens. Is you said seven is the one with all the bunkers? It has a bunch of bunkers like right before the green. Man, I don't remember like any holes on I the front. I honestly don't either. On the front, like the back, I feel like I could tell you, but the front, like I don't remember. I remember nine. And that was it. Was nine a par three? Yes. Nine was a par three. It's it's you know why I think I know why it's like fuzzy is because the halfway house was like on hole seven. It was it was on actually, it was on hole seven. And yeah. so and on ten. It yeah I don't I don't remember. It's obviously our first time, all of our first time playing it. But I mean, I don't know. Do you think a hundred is a fair value for that course? It's pretty close. Eighty hundred, yeah. I feel like if it was anything more than a hundred, I'd be like, ooh. Well, wait, I was just stoked we got a prime time. We did get a prime it was a great time. time. I think that price at that time is not bad. Three open, yeah. when are we book at Wednesday or something? Yeah. And there's three open slots on at 7.30 in the morning. That's nuts. Crazy. We couldn't find jack shit in Orange County. It's so funny that we golf from a guy from Irvine because it's like he has the same thought that we do. It's like, oh, golf is too expensive where I live, so I'm going to travel to freaking Chino Hills, yeah. pay like 50 bucks less than what I would pay, and I'm just going to enjoy my round out somewhere else. Yeah, Dude, Every, him playing from the blues. He was a he was a stick man. He was a he was fairway good. finder Dude. for sure. He was he hit a lot of straight balls. Very His straight, balls were straight. Good contact. Like, I think that he, he like he definitely broke eighty, or he was pretty close to eighty. I say yeah, like eighty. Yeah, definitely. I mean, he was saying he plays in tournaments, right? Yeah, no, something like that. He only made a few mistakes, is how I'd put it. I guess. Yeah, like, like a few bad ball strikes, but nothing crazy. But he also, an interesting, he left himself a lot of long putts, you know. But I think that cost him a lot, too. Yeah. He had some bad chips. It's a PX, he had some thin PXG. chips. PXG. Yeah, maybe that's why. He needs yeah. some tailor No, but Rob, I don't know if you noticed on, um, I think it was on 9. On 9, it was, um, he had, um, 
he teed up a hybrid. I shit you not like this high <laughs> and hit like a big high cut with it. And was short. I was like, I've never seen anybody do that Ooh, in my life. You think I'd hit that ball? I, there's, yeah, I was about to say, <laughs> there's no chance I'm hitting that ball. It's teed up too high. With a hybrid. With a hybrid. It's this high off the ground. I was like, oh my. And nobody else saw it but me. I was like, oh my God. Like, what is he my doing? My club would go right underneath it. I think I saw it happen twice. <laughs> And I only threw the ball like just over the head of the dude. I was about to say, were you trying something new today with the driver with like the tee high? Because you, I would try and tee it up as high as I can get away with, which would end up being too high. <laughs> I found out a few times. It's funny that you're trying that because I feel like I need to tee the ball higher. Mm. But one- in theory, the higher you tee it up, the easier it is to get underneath it. Yeah. The problem is you just have to fucking square it, like hit it right in the middle of the face. Don't go underneath it. Yeah. I mean, if you look at long drive guys, they tee their shit six inches up in the air, like. Yeah. They're trying to hit up on that motherfucker. Like hitting it down is when you hit like those low stingers. I did a couple of those today. Which is good if it's windy or you're trying to keep it low, then tee it low. But if you're trying to get underneath it. You know what? Hole number eight is the one I gave up on. You just gave up. Remember I chipped it and I just thinned it straight into the water. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't know I was eight. Yeah. Yep. And I was only in my fourth. I shot. think on 10, too, James hit like a decent drive. Well, no, he hit the moon ball, but then he hit a decent drive. <laughs> <laughs> and then his second shot, he hits like an A wedge and it like bounces and it's like trickling towards the water. And I kid you not, Rob, it's like, it was like exactly like one roll and it like goes over this small ledge and it just like trickles into the wall. <laughs> it was so annoying. I'm like <laughs> oh, then and you I, went to the bunker. You were like, oh, I think you can find it. I couldn't fucking find it. No. See it. The water's like black. And you went into the bunker like, yeah, get in there. <laughs> I was trying to have a more positive attitude today. I was dying laughing. Yes. Get in the bunker. <laughs> Take notes, guys. That's how you're supposed to fucking play. <laughs> I was pissed when I rolled out of that one bunker <laughs> on the fairway. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Damn it. And, I, and you're trying to show me how to hit the ball. <laughs> Bro, you hit a beaver. You hit a fucking beaver tail. Yeah. I'm like, try and hook it around this tree. <laughs> Ball's way below his feet. He's got a big old strong grip. <laughs> Boom, right in the ground. <laughs> that was fun. Blake did pretty well in the back nine. Back nine. Yeah, you played well. The re- dude, Rob, I was telling James that um, through uh, 14, I could have been I could have been like one under. You had a lot of pars, dude. I had an insane amount of pars. And I I missed a three-foot par putt, and I missed a two-and-a-half-foot birdie putt. I got to see those out from you from now on, Chief. I, yeah. Until you earn <laughs> it back. You got to earn your trust back. I I could use a little yeah, practice, too. Then I, I was, Yeah. I need to put them out. I need to put them out. You're going to learn. Yeah. It's only going to be good for I'm, you. I don't, I don't, I don't feel scared of them either. I just feel like it's just a practice and alignment and just like confidence thing. I think you like overthink it. You go through your whole routine to hit a three foot putt in. I think the routine is good. I think you should have a routine on, doesn't matter if it's like a 30 footer or a three footer. Sure. I fell apart on hole seven. Is that the hole six? But yeah, the three footers I try not to think about. 
Yeah, I don't know. I feel like I'm not one to talk about short putt. I don't know what works. I would love to find out. I would love to be in that like 80, 90% range of making three foot putts. But yeah, the birdie, the birdie one, I mean that because that was legitimately less than three feet. That was a two, that was a two and a half foot putt. I think it was also just standing over it and just being nervous. That's what I mean. The longer you stand over it, the more you're like thinking, like, I, I don't know. I like, know you think dude, I I'm not kidding when I say that I was supremely confident with everything that I did. Well, then and, maybe you're too and cocky and maybe I I thought I hit a good putt. It just I hit it just like a hair too hard and it just caught the edge and just like lipped. I mean, it wasn't. It wasn't even a terrible putt. I just hit it too hard. Mm-hmm. If I if I hit it with less pace, it goes in. It's because it was. I knew it was. I knew it wasn't going to be as easy as I thought because it was. Even though there was, there's no break to this putt at all. Zero break, but it was straight downhill. So I knew I was like, if this is not on the right line, like, and I hit this too hard, it's it's gonna fly past. So I was like, uh lipper grant horvat on that hole lip out overall though very happy with the score i'm happy with the scorecard definitely need to clean up the ball striking with the driver and i'm like i'm i could tell i'm pretty close i'm not that far off it's i think it's just a little bit of alignment and then just making sure i don't crank it off the heel and leave the face open if i if i feel like i can clean up the strike a little bit, I think I'll be totally fine with driver. What's that with your game today, James? Did you like the QI-10? Yeah. Happy with it? I love my driver, yeah. A couple of Nagasaki's out there. Yeah, it felt forgiven, for sure. Which gives you more confidence. Yeah. Could I tee it up more consistently? Yeah. I try and, like, slowly bring it up to, like, See how far I can get away with it, but too high. I try to have it like just over the driver. Like yeah. At, at address. You're supposed to do like half a ball over your driver. Mm-hmm. Somewhere around there, yeah. Yeah, I wonder if um because it's like we use the T's that have the paint on them. It's like I wonder if we should just look at the paint or just like have a certain spot on the tee that because i never even look at it i just stick it in the ground and just like oh that looks about right oh really i use the driver next to it to like determine oh really yeah yeah so if this is the ball and the driver's like here that means it's tee too high oh right if i can have like just a little bit of the ball over the tee i'm perfect but i try like if you were way above it above the the driver you're probably too high i see that's what i was trying to do but yeah the general rule is half a ball over yeah, I think I'm just going to hit a little bit higher, see what happens. I don't know. If you can get away with it and you're not mooning it, it's going to be beneficial. All right, enough golf. It's been 58 minutes. Oof. Lots of golf for a golf podcast, let me tell you. Who do you think is going to win at Riv? Dick Butkus. Dick Butkus, same here. Rob? Butkus? Sure. Can't lay? Scheffler, Shoffley. I wanted to talk about the whole Tiger thing, but it's fine. His withdrawal? His WD. What do you think is the reason? He said I think was, he wasn't winning. Well, he said it was um an illness. I call bullshit. What? Hmm? An illness? It. I mean, it had to be an illness. I call bullshit. Why do, you, why do you think it's bullshit, though? I saw him in an interview, I think on Thursday after his first round, how he was like, 
having like back spasms towards the end of mm-hmm. it. Yeah. And then all of a sudden he pulls out Friday and he's like, oh, I was sick. I'm like flu-like symptoms. Well, I the, somebody said that he, he was dizzy and dehydrated. So that would explain like why he was like, if you look at some of the footage, you can tell that he was still making good swing, like okay swings, but he he like stopped and like had to like sit down almost or like bend over. You could just tell it's just like, is Maybe. a lot going Well, you got to start selling it early. Here, you can't just that all is. of a sudden get sick. You got to like, yeah, <clears throat> in the morning. It's and like everyone in the workforce. You got to pretend the day before you start coughing do you you actually think that like this is all like just kind of promotional like he's not actually healthy to golf like he just wants to get out there promote his brand a little bit and like he's only doing it for business because he's like the host of this tournament and no not necessarily 100 percent. but how because when i sent you guys that link james said if he was in third place do you think he would have pulled out if he was tied for second right now in that group would he have pulled out no he would have popped some pills. That guy's got the killer instinct. You don't think he'd figure it out? He would have popped some he pills. He would Jordan flu game that shit. Exactly. But he 96 wasn't even finals. like top. He was He was low. like on the cut line. He was like he was right low. around the cut line. He was near the cut line. But like the thing is that like if he's making the cut, like he I would imagine that if he makes the cut, he still has hope that he could still win the tournament. I mean, I'm sure he's done it plenty of times in his career. Or, I mean, hey, maybe he took something for his back and it didn't work well for him and he wasn't feeling like well. Like Percocet? Something. An emergency? <laughs> and a salon pass? <laughs> Those are good for broken ribs. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I mean, remember how we were talking about Tiger's brand and how he's going to have mm-hmm. to create some moments with it? And, I mean, so it's, it's not, not a good moment. It's not no. looking good. Like, he obviously doesn't look like he can go four full rounds of walking a golf course and like playing PGA tour level golf. It looks very difficult. But he's been like that for the past couple of years. You know what sells clothes? Winning. Winning. And he ain't doing that. But that's what I mean. He's going to have to sign athletes to play under him or to play for his brand who are going to have to win for him. Like Scheffler who yeah. wears his shoes. Yeah. But are, he's still on Nike or whatever. Are you sure that that's the best marketing thing to have other people PGA players wear his clothes. I mean, he's also. I think it would be part of the part of it. Yeah, not the only thing. That's not the only way you spend advertising money. But I would sponsor some athletes. Yeah. Hmm. Well, they're gonna have to generate some revenue, and then until they do that, they're probably not gonna be able to pay athletes. So yeah. that would be my guess. First drop is what May first. I think Taylor made has money to pay athletes. Well, they're partners. I guess that makes sense. Right? Huh? Taylor Man's partnered with yeah. Sunday Red. It doesn't look like there's a lot of competition for the apparel side of sponsorships with the golfer athletes. I mean, he'll probably sign his kid, hopefully. Have Charlie wear it. He'll probably just get free stuff. I mean, I doubt he's going to pay his son. Well, I mean, why not why pay would he need it, to pay his son? He's like, you well, know. what I'm saying is he'll have him wear it. Like, hey, you should I wear would this. I give my son an ownership stake. Mm-hmm. And oh, he would wear it. That'd be yeah. cool. Be like, I'll give you 5 10%. That's a lot. As a motivation, just a number. And maybe his, maybe Charles is going to open his own brand or do his own thing in the middle of It would his be career. really cool to see him become like a PGA Tour player. Yeah. It would be a lot of fun to watch. Saturday blue. <laughs> <laughs> Saturday blues? <laughs> Monday green. From when you don't make the cut and you're crying out. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Friday night yellow. Friday. We barely made it, guys. <laughs> Flu game. Uh, yeah. Movies, trivia. 
We have time? Movies, sure. We can rush through these. All yeah. right. Movie, yeah. what you got? What you got, Rob? We got actor today. The late Bernie Mac. B Mac. Movies? Fuck. Oceans. I like the oh yeah. <laughs> Come on now. I liked the Bernie Mac show. Oh, that was good. Bernard Macadon. R.I.P. R.I.P. Yeah. Bernie Mac. Yeah, I know that. Bernard Ocean Jeffrey series. McCullough. McCullough. He's in Charlie's Angels. That's so funny. Yeah, he's Charlie. No, he's not. He's there. He's the Angels. Mr. 3000. Do you remember that movie? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, have you seen guys seen Guess Who? He's also in Friday. Mm-mm. Yeah, he's the. Oh, yeah, Mr. 3000 was good too. I liked that movie. Wasn't he in Transformers, the car lot sales guy? Yeah, I think so. Mm-hmm. All right. Give me the Ocean series at once because I freaking love that movie. Yeah. Give me Mr. 3000 in the two slot. And then I'm going to go. I'm going to go. I'm going to go Charlie's Angels at three. Love a good action movie. I'm going to go Ocean's Eleven number one. Mr. 3000 and then Bad Santa. It's a funny oh, movie. Bad Santa. That's a good call. Okay, How did okay. he die? I don't know. Sarcoidosis. Complications from pneumonia. Down in Chicago. Oh, he's born in Chicago too. All right, we're going to go. We'll go Oceans. Number one. Number two, we'll go Guess Who. And number three, I'll go Charlie's Angels. Never seen Guess Who. Yeah, I've never seen Guess Who either. Kutcher? Yeah, I've seen Kutcher. All right. Real quick for trivia. Blake's trivia. Ooh, Zoe Saldana's in that movie. That's his daughter in the movie. Really? Yeah, and Aston Kutcher's marrying her. Uh... And it's more of like you're not you're not good enough for my daughter kind of thing. The best and the best dynamic each other. <laughs> the best dynamic of that is Ice Cube and Jonah Hill in uh, <laughs> Twenty One Jump Street, yeah. where he's dating oh, his daughter. Oh, you got some last night, Schmitty. Oh, hell Schmitty. yeah, <laughs> Hey, God, <laughs> he daft up. You tear that up. <laughs> I was in there, man. <laughs> my man. We're talking missionary. <laughs> <laughs> I do remember that. That was good. <laughs> and then when they go meet it for breakfast or whatever, and he keeps staring at him, he's like <laughs> putting it all together. He's putting all the all the fucking eggs yeah. on his plate. <laughs> We're talking missionary. <laughs> We're talking I'm on top, she's on bottom. <laughs> <laughs> One of the funniest movies. That was good. All right. Trivia. All right. Dun, 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 dun. Go. Blake's <laughs> trivia. It's time for Blake's trivia. PGA. Live. Who gives a fuck? Not like seriously, like, who gives a fuck? Who knows this shit? Not me and Rob. All right. It's more of a question for Rob. Uh, Friday round at the Genesis Invitational. Uh, 
two players won vehicles for a hole in one. Which was the golfer that made the hole in one? Yeah, I already know the answer. He made it on the hole that I sat at at the Riviera. There's one par three. Yeah, it was 11. 16? I, think it, I thought it was 14. Or no. I thought it was 16. 16, 17. Was it the Vodka Lounge? No, not that wasn't Tito. That was... Part three. It's like 170 or something, 180 maybe. I remember the hole. I remember. Mm-hmm. And it's the hole where if you make a hole in one, you get a car and so does your caddy. But which player did that? Yesterday? This year? Friday? The Friday round. Yesterday. Yesterday. A player did it on that hole. Well, it wasn't me. <laughs> sure as hell was not you, my friend. I don't know. I didn't even know this happened. Um, Should we give him a hint? Um, player, I don't think he's going to get it. I'll, well, I'll give him a hint because maybe it'll help him out. Uh, this player... Um, recently had back surgery and was uh, had medical problems, and, and then he's finally back this year. I'll, I'll give him a hint. Was it Tiger? <laughs> he doesn't know who got back surgery. I'll give him. I'll give you a hint. He went viral because his putting when he took it back, it was really shaky. There you go. On a tournament he won, he would take it back, and it went viral because he put like shit. He has like a big wide mallet putter, and like yeah, he hit that thing off the toe. Just terrible putting. Oh, we joke about it all the time. I don't know. You know, he's a broomstick guy now. I'm not going to get it. No? No? Yeah, if that doesn't give it for you, I don't I don't. The know. golfer was Will Zalatoris. Who the fuck is that? Little, little skinny white guy. <laughs> I think you've seen his face. You've definitely seen him. Why did this not pop up on my feed yesterday? Instagram. Anyways, I don't think we got anything else on the slate, do we, boys? Nope. All right, well... This has been episode 43, the bogey bump and run boys. <laughs> Gosh, darn it. The I'm not bump, editing shit. <laughs> bump and run boys podcast. This has been episode 43. If you guys enjoyed this episode, reach out, follow us on the gram. I'm sure you guys already know what that is by now. <laughs> this is, <laughs> this is Blake Ross. Your boy, Rob and goose. See you next time. Peace.